Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. This is the Hot Wallet Podcast with an update on the crypto landscape from Bloomberg Intelligence. Bloomberg Intelligence released their outlook for digital assets in 2023, entitled The Code Committed No Crime. Of course, that refers to the fact that the recent blow-up of FTX wasn't because of a problem with Bitcoin, the Bitcoin network, or the Bitcoin software. What it was, was a fraud committed by people inside FTX and Alameda Research. This report from Bloomberg is nine pages of the current state of crypto, the current Bitcoin trading range, accusations that the SEC and Gary Gensler cost U.S. investors billions, what a market bottom should look like, and a few things to look for next year to help turn the tide of this bear market. So let's dive in. Firstly, they mentioned how crypto was the fastest horse on the way up in 2020 and 2021, and sadly, the biggest loser on the way down. This is typical of high-risk and highly speculative assets. They tend to overshoot on hype to the upside and usually get hit the hardest when the market goes risk-off. We saw this exact same thing happen in Canadian cannabis in 2018 as pot stocks ran up to a catalyst being the legalization of recreational cannabis in Canada and sold off as soon as the date of legalization happened. If you look at a chart of Canopy Growth, one of Canada's biggest cannabis stocks, it never made a new high after legalization. In crypto, the top of the market was marked by the launch of a futures-based ETF, which allows funds to either go long or short the asset via futures contracts on major stock exchanges. In the report, Bloomberg notes that a year from now, the market expects the Federal Reserve to once again ease monetary conditions. And they expect crypto to once again outperform most traditional assets. On one of the pages of the report, Bloomberg asks, is crypto dying or actually gaining significance? Their bias is to the latter. They said that there's an unfavorable risk-reward of not partially allocating to this revolutionary asset class as part of a global asset mix, and that cryptos are right to resume proliferating. Now, this, of course, is a personal decision based on your own risk tolerance. You'll want to understand what you're buying, why you're owning it, and maybe don't YOLO into tokens named after dogs or Elon Musk. Do your own research before actually buying. Okay, enough of my personal commentary. Bloomberg notes that in relative terms, Bitcoin has actually never been cheaper. This, of course, has a lot to do with the fact that Terra Luna crashed earlier in the year and brought prices way down. And then we had another crash with FTX. But unlike the last bull market of 2015-2018, 
The price has never dropped more than 58% below the 100-week moving average. And that's kind of where it is now. The report also points out that despite the severe drawdowns in crypto, the Bloomberg Crypto Index is still up 200% since the end of 2019 versus 20 to 60% for gold. Bloomberg Intelligence notes that the current trading range for Bitcoin could be as low as 10,000 US dollars and as high as 40,000 US dollars. But they said even if that happens, if Bitcoin gets there and if Ethereum breaches the $1,000 level, those prices represent extreme discounts. In terms of what might change the tide in 2023, they mention the Federal Reserve and the most aggressive fiscal tightening in over 40 years and to look for the loosening of monetary policy ahead. Even going as far as saying if they, the Federal Reserve, don't loosen monetary conditions, the world may fall into a deep recession that would put pressure on all risk assets. And by that, of course, they mean stocks, commodities, and home values. Another interesting take on crypto from Bloomberg is their comments on stable coins and this idea of a digital dollar. Three of the top five cryptos are stable coins from Tether, Circle, and Binance USD, which are issued by Paxos. They said, and I quote, our bias is that there's little in the long term to stop this advancing technology from doing similar to what the futures and exchange traded markets did. Non-fungible tokens and decentralized exchanges are additional advances made possible by Ethereum. On that same page in the report, they note crypto as a leading indicator for risk assets. The crypto market started to turn down before the stock market did in early November of 2021. And if we do see lower prices come into play, it could trigger selling in stocks and commodities as those markets test lower prices as well. So what could a bottom look like? And what will stop the Federal Reserve from pushing us into a recession? Bloomberg says their bias is that the greatest risk asset reversion of 2022 is unlikely to go out like a lamb. Cryptos are a leading indicator, as we mentioned, and a lower plateau appears necessary to curtail Fed tightening. That could mean hitting those extreme discount levels mentioned earlier. But that also means a potential for lower lows in the stock market. They also said they would want to see a trend change on multiple time frames to really confirm a cycle low, meaning higher highs on the daily chart, weekly chart, and monthly time frame. Medium term, Bloomberg notes that their trend indicators remain firmly bearish with more downside to come. I think it's important to point out as well that what we're seeing in the crypto market in terms of sentiment is at capitulation levels. This is where people should puke out whatever they have. But that's not happening. So it's not being confirmed by price. And price, in my opinion, is the arbiter of truth. So you'll want to see that turn in conjunction with sentiment. And we're just not getting that yet. The writers of the report call out SEC Chairman Gary Gensler by name, suggesting his refusal to approve a Bitcoin spot ETF has likely cost U.S. investors billions. 
That's because investors who wanted exposure were basically forced to use offshore exchanges or the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which has been trading at a huge discount. And it's not a fully regulated or secured Bitcoin ETF like the one we have in Canada or overseas. They said the downfall of FTX highlights the advantages of having an approved Bitcoin spot ETF for the United States. They hammer on Grayscale Bitcoin Trust because unlike an ETF, GBT shares can't be destroyed or created. So there's no ability to arbitrage with the trust compared to Bitcoin's price. This causes the price of GBTC to move independently, allowing for steep premiums and discounts. Bloomberg points out that GBTC has swung from a 100% premium to a 50% discount, potentially damaging investor returns. Noting an example that if you bought GBTC shares five years ago, they have fallen 21%, even as Bitcoin has doubled. Meanwhile, in Canada and overseas, the worst NAV discount for a Bitcoin ETF was only 6% compared to GBTC, where it's 40% below the value of the assets inside. They do say this works in the investor's advantage when there is a notable premium to the upside. But cheaper alternatives like the futures-based ETF and overseas spot ETFs could eventually erode the demand for shares of GBTC. Now, there's a lot in this report, and I thank the authors of it for being so thorough. I'll leave a link to the report in the description of this podcast, and you can check it out for yourself. I will say, Mike McGlone, one of the authors from Bloomberg Intelligence, is a great follow on Twitter. So that's it. That's the Bloomberg Intelligence Crypto Outlook for 2023. I hope it was helpful. Please leave a review for this podcast and subscribe and you'll be doing me a real favor. Remember, nothing on this podcast should be considered investment advice. Please speak to a qualified financial advisor before making any buying or selling decisions. Crypto, Bitcoin, digital assets, they're all still very speculative and the risk of total loss is real. My name is Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. Thanks for listening to the Hot Wallet Podcast. I'll see you next time. From the bottom, ain't no half stepping. I'm the dog, I made it through so they don't ask questions. Long Beach, and it ain't no half repping. Once a dog, always a dog, so they don't ask questions. and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. 
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.